discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Give the Lord a shout. Lord, a shout! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Are you excited to be in the house of God? Ask your neighbor, you at all? Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? Wow! We are moving from glory to glory, isn't it? Has it been a good year? Has it been an exciting year? Wow! When I was just when I was watching the the year in review, I noticed how many things has. I mean, it's like we have served God. Pa. I don't know if you noticed. And it didn't capture all the meetings we had. Yes, we've had so many meetings, done so many things, moved around, built. Oh man! And the Lord has blessed us. This year has been a very wild year. With CD falling and dollar rising. Hey! With petrol vanishing and all of that. Man! But you are here. You survived. Tell your brother, we made it. We made it, brother. We made it, sister. What a blessing. Has God been good? Has God been good? I want us to just thank God in two minutes. Of five minutes. Just lift up your voice. Just thank God. Father, we are grateful. Father, we are thankful. Father, we are grateful. Father, we are thankful. Only you can do such things. Thank you for life. Thank you for health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a million. Thanks a million. Thanks a million. Oh, yes. Nado ho shaga dabai. Re larabalaba. Shaga na mando no boy. Mandala gadaba. Belere de nemeno. Oh, yes. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Mano no ba. Shaga dabai. Ragadabalaba, do de debe, radabada, radabadaba, banana balaba, reggae debe, ragadabaya, oh la radadabaye, you work manono o shagadabaye, mighty lego la gadaba, mele garabalaba, radana mande, manzo no monde nebelebe, ragadabaya, of your holy name, oh yes. 
Wow. Father, we are grateful. Our hearts and our minds are full of thanksgiving, Lord. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for the gift of life, for your wisdom, for your guidance, your consistent guidance. It's been you from day one, and we are just grateful. Our hearts and our minds are full of thanksgiving. Only you can do these things. Thank you for all that you have done with us and in us. We are grateful and we are thankful. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It has been a year of what? Serving the Lord through shepherding as he blesses us. Isn't it? For, for me and my family, I think we've received our greatest blessing this year. Yes, our greatest blessing this year. You know, as we have said the Lord, the Lord has blessed us. Many, some people got married this year. That's a, that's a great testimony. That's a blessing from the Lord. One of our brothers said, hey, I'm going home and there's a woman in my house. I can say, let's go and bath. I can say to someone's daughter, let's go and bath. It's a blessing from the Lord. It's a blessing. I mean, he's saying to his wife, not to any lady, his wife. Let's go and bath. What a blessing. Yes. God bless us with some babies this year. Yes. I mean, one, one precious baby was born this year. Very precious baby. We have waited for that baby for about six, more than six years, almost seven years. And God graciously granted us a blessing. I, for me, I feel that is the greatest blessing this year. Yeah, this baby is the greatest blessing. Hallelujah. Some of us got contracts that were mind-blowing and mind-boggling. Yes. Some of us had our lives saved. Surgeries upon surgeries emergencies that would have taken out some people's lives if they had delayed for just a minute or two you know god has blessed us with the gift of life yes yes we lost one of our mothers this year we know that she's there up in glory you know and she's blessing she's, she's just rejoicing with the lord hallelujah this year has been glorious it's been glorious. I mean, one of our construction sites, we started construction around May, and it's been roofed. It showed it, but they didn't say anything about it. It's been roofed by God's grace. You know, we had a nice expansion at Alpha. I mean, it's been glorious. I think we are grateful to God, doesn't it? Ask anybody, are you grateful to God? The platform. Hmm? For the next level is Thanksgiving. Have that, have that revelation in your heart. Let it be permanent in your heart. I remember, you know, I was just looking. I have a window. I can see what is happening in the auditorium. So I was standing in my window looking at the auditorium as people were coming in. And the Lord reminded me of about 10 years ago, exactly 10 years ago, 
around this time. This is 2012. Is it 2012 or 2011? 2012. No, 2011. Yes, when it was 2011, yes. This is 11 years ago. We were crossing over as a church. And we crossed over in a circle of five people. Yes. The whole church. The whole Lab Economy Church. New Year's Eve service. Yes. That was the year. We're entering the year of deep things of God. And we're just five. Wow. Has God been faithful? Has God been faithful? Has God been faithful? I want us to just thank God. With an offering. If you remember, I asked you to bring an offering. Do you remember? Yes. I want us to thank God with an offering. Prepare a thanksgiving seed. Psalm 50, verse 23. New American Standard Bible. Psalm 50, verse 23. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. And to, and to him who orders his way aright, I shall show the salvation of God. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. Psalm 1 zero some five zero fifty verse twenty three maybe you can look at it in other versions and I just want to give a thanksgiving is it a good thing to do is it a good thing to do has God been gracious to you has God been gracious to you beautiful our thanksgiving see Psalm fifty verse twenty three Psalm fifty verse twenty three he who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. And to him who orders his way aright, I shall show the salvation of God. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. So as you are giving thanks to the Lord, you are actually honoring God. Has God been good to you? Yes. The way of saying thank you is by giving a sacrifice, by giving an offering to the Lord. When Noah and his sons came out of the, the boat, the first thing they did, the first thing Noah did was to give a sacrifice of thanksgiving. To thank God. Many people didn't survive the year. I heard of a young man, someone as young as you, climbing up a, a high tension pole and then holding the cables and got electrocuted because he couldn't stand the economic hardships. But you didn't see that there was heat even in the system. You didn't even see that there was heat in the system. Yeah. Some of us were not checking fuel prices. Some of us were not checking some things. It's a blessing from the Lord. Yes. It's a blessing from the Lord. So as God has brought us out, brought us through the deluge, the challenges, we have to thank him. Yes, we have to say thank you. We have to appreciate it. I want to welcome all those of you watching us online in our various churches. God bless you. I hope your network is good. And I hope our network from here is also good. I pray that it is good so that we don't have any problems. Is it good from here? It's good from here. Beautiful. And I pray that it's good where you are too so you can receive it without any um, distractions. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. So it's, it's important that we thank God. Okay? Yes. 
It's important that we thank God. No, uh, Genesis chapter 8, what I was saying, Genesis chapter 8, verse 18, and Noah went forth and his sons and his wife and sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth, after their kinds, went forth out of the ark. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord. And took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I am done, as I have done. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night, shall not cease. Wow. Go to verse 18. New King James, you have NKJV. NKJV. So Noah went out, and his sons and his wives. As the world was being destroyed and going through problems, Noah and his sons came forth through what was destroying others. And when they came out of what was destroying others, they gave thanks to God. Yes. So, I mean, God has, God has been good to us. And I just want us to thank him. So, if, you, if your thanksgiving seed is ready, if your thanksgiving offering is ready, I want you to lift up either your phone, your envelope, or if it's just in your hand, it's fine. We'll give an offering. It's different from our offering, so probably you shouldn't use your offering pouch. Okay? Don't use your offering pouch. Because you're going to give an offering at the end of the day. Okay? All right. So I, I, I noticed some of you have raised your offering pouch. The offering pouch is not what we are going to use for the Thanksgiving seed. So you can take it out of the offering pouch, keep it in your hand, and lift it. If it's too much, try and use both hands and lift it up. Okay? Lift up your offering. Father, we are grateful. We just want to say thank you with these seeds. We just want to appreciate you with this, his Lord. It's our way of saying thank you and our way of honoring you. We honor you for what you have done. Only you can do what you have done with us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for giving us the privilege of serving you. Thank you for blessing our water and our bread. Thank you for keeping us in health throughout the year. Thank you for protecting us, our, our hearts, our lungs, our livers, our kidneys our brain, everything about us, Lord. Thank you for preserving us and thank you for bringing increase into our lives over the year. Thank you for helping us not see when the heat came. We are grateful. We are thankful. We just want to say thank you and use us as a springboard for the next level for this, for this coming year in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for your blessings and your goodness and your preservation. Thank you for preserving our family members Thank you for making us smile throughout the year. Thank you for keeping us, Lord. Thank you for giving us life. We are grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. How many of you are ready for the word for next year? How many of you believe that next year is going to be beautiful? How many of you believe that it's going to be full of glory? And full of joy? And full of grace? How many of you believe it? How many of you believe it? Wow.
from glory. To glory. God is taking us. How many of you believe that God is taking us from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory? From glory to glory. To glory. God is taking us. God is taking us. From glory. For 2023, 2023 is our year. I said if it's our year, I don't think you are ready for it. 2023. I don't know if those at the back are ready. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for the year? How about those of you who are here? Are you ready for the year? I can't see your joy and your excitement. 2023 is our year of exceeding fruitfulness. Hold on. And great multiplication. Exceeding fruitfulness. And great multiplication. Exceeding fruitfulness. And great multiplication. Um, Hallelujah. Next year, I'm going to bear fruits exceedingly. All barrenness has ended in your life. It's a season of exceeding fruitfulness. 
is a season of fruitfulness, excess fruitfulness, multiplication on every side, abundant multiplication. The Lord is going to stretch for the sun on you and cause you to be exceedingly fruitful and greatly multiplied in everything that you do. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the days of barrenness are over. The days of stagnation are over. The days of going down are over. You are going to go higher and higher. Glory to glory. Grace to grace. Power to power. Blessings to blessings. You are going to go to another level, a higher level altogether. This coming year, the Lord is going to favor you. 2023, the Lord is going to favor you on every show of your life. I speak as a prophet of God. And I declare fruitfulness for you. Fruitfulness for you. Spiritual fruitfulness. Bodily fruitfulness. Solical fruitfulness. Fruitfulness in your finances. Fruitfulness in your family life. Fruitfulness in your body. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Fruitfulness on every side. Exceeding fruitfulness. And great multiplication is yours. Exceeding fruitfulness. And great multiplication is yours. The Lord is going to favor you and cause you to climb from one level of glory to another. From grace to grace. From glory to glory. Fruits. Fruits. You will have fruits to show this year. You will have fruits to show in 2023. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The season of barrenness is over. The season of stagnation is over. The season of going down is over. You are going to go higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. In the name of the Lord Jesus. It's a season of fruits. A season of exceeding fruits. And great multiplication. You are going to multiply. Your business is going to multiply. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, multiplication. Your money is going to multiply. Your finances is going to multiply. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your ministry is going to multiply. We will not be few anymore. We will not be few anymore. Great multiplication on every side. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Lord's hands are stretched upon you. The Lord says His hands are stretched upon you to make you exceeding fruitful and multiply you greatly. Even in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a shout. Glory. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 17 verse 1. What a a blessing. Exceeding fruitfulness. As though that was not enough. Then it says great multiplication. What a blessing. These are words from the Spirit. These are words from the Holy Ghost. For us as a church, for us as a ministry, all those of you watching us online, this is what God is saying for 2023. Yes. This is the voice of the Lord concerning us. This is what God says will befall us in 2023. In 2023, you are going to be fruitful. Don't look around. Don't look at what is happening around. Maybe you will see barrenness around. But don't declare barrenness for yourself. Don't look at what is going on. 
when it comes to you, as a member of this family, the Lord says you will be exceeding fruitful. That is what he has placed in your life. That is what he has placed in your future in 2023. Maybe another virus will show up in 2023. Makes no difference. Maybe the economy will dip even some more. Makes no difference. No matter what is going on, when it comes to you, when it comes to you, when it comes to you, you do what? You are going to be what? Exceeding fruitful, and you are going to greatly multiply. Greatly multiply. Exceeding fruitful, exceeding fruitful, and greatly multiplied. Hallelujah. What a blessing. So you walk with this consciousness. What you see, the message that I preached during New Year's service, okay, or, um, New Year's Eve service, should never, I mean, you should not leave it. You should always have it. You should keep playing it. I, I always say you should listen to it at least four times in the course of the year. Once every quarter. To remind yourself of what has been said. Because the year comes to different seasons. As the year is going, you see that you may forget what God has said. You see, when you forget, you, you, you can't hold on, hold on to what God has said. And then you may slip. But those who keep holding on to what God has said to them, because this is what God... I mean, there are many places, there are many people in different places who have gathered for 31st service. Many, many, you are here. And this is what God is telling you. That, that makes you special. That means that you are different. I don't know what is being said somewhere. Maybe in some other places, it's a year of doom and gloom. But for us, the, Bible, the, the, the word of God is letting us know, the Holy Spirit is letting us know that it's a year of exceeding fruitfulness. So maybe you were giving 200 cities a month to God. God says you are going to be exceeding fruitful this year. Meaning that you are going to be giving about 2,000 to the Lord in a month. $2,000 to the, to the Lord in a month. Exceeding fruitful great multiplication. Maybe you've, you've been struggling for a child for so long. You've been praying for it. You've sold for it. You have given for it. You have prayed. You have confessed. You have done everything. This year, the Bible says God is letting us know. God is letting us know. The Holy Spirit is letting us know that you will be exceeding fruitful in your body. Oh, yes. So don't look around. This is what God is telling you. <laughs> I wish I could say something, but this is what God is saying to us. This is what God is saying to us. It's not to everybody. It's to us. It's to us. Jacob had so many children. And he said so many things. So he told them, gather in Genesis chapter 49. Gather and let me tell you what shall befall you in the last days. What shall come in your life in the last days. Gather and let me tell you. And Jacob called his, unto his sons and said, gather yourselves together that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. And he said different things to different children. When he came to Joseph, Joseph is a fruitful bow. He spoke to everybody. He said different things to everyone. When he got to this boy, he said, this guy is a fruitful bow. While someone had gotten a very wild word, the first guy, go back to verse 2. Verse 3, Reuben, thou art my firstborn and might, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity, and the excellency of power. Then he says, unstable as water, thou shalt not excel. You will not excel. 
This is what will befall you in the last. This is what will happen to your life. This is what is in your future. You have everything. You have all the potential you can think of. You are my might. You are my firstborn. Go back to that place. Go to verse 3. You are the excellency of power. Thou art my first of my might and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power, but unstable as water. Thou shalt not excel. So, you see, the sons of Jacob represents Israel. That's Israel. All the sons of Jacob, there's a tribe called Reuben. All the sons of Jacob represent Israel. And this is what was said to every single one tribe. When he came to Judah, he said that the scepter shall not depart from Judah. Judah is for kingship. Until Shiloh come. You see, the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet. Until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. A different word for Judah. This is what will befall Judah. Judah shall produce kings. Judah shall reign. In the same way, the body of Christ has many parts. There are many parts in the body of Christ. The body of Christ is like Israel. This body of Christ in which we find ourselves is like Israel. And there are different parts. And God says different things to different parts at different times. Different things to... I mean, you'll be shocked if you should go online or go to TV or see what will be happening by tomorrow morning. You'll hear different things. Year of osmosis, year of everything. Different things. Diffusion, I mean... You hear a lot of things. Year of metabolism. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> but when it comes to love economy church. Now I'm saying this to let you know because if, if you don't hold, hold on as you're supposed to, you, it, just, it just slips through your fingers because you don't know what you have been called to do. You see, Israel did not know that the kings were supposed to come from Judah. So the first king they got was from Benjamin. Because they had forgotten they were, that Judah was not holding on to the word. So the first king they got was from Benjamin. Saul was not a, was not a, 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 Jude, a Judean, Judean whatever. He was not from the tribe of Judah. He was, he was from the tribe of Benjamin. How come their first king came from Benjamin? Because they had forgotten what had been said. When you forget what has been said to you, anything goes. Any road leads you where you're you're not supposed to go because you've forgotten what was said to you. So you must not forget what is being said to you today. When it comes to us, this word is not for everybody. It's for us. That is why it's not open to everyone. It's for us. This is for us. When he came to Joseph, he told him, listen, Joseph is a fruitful bow. Can you you find another um, version so that it's easier to understand? When we say fufu, but I don't know what you're thinking about. You know, I think our uh, body or something, but that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about vine. Joseph is a fruitful vine. A fruitful vine near a spring. <laughs> a fruitful vine that is near a spring. How can it ever dry up? It can never dry up. Whose branches climb over a wall. No matter the limitations that were found around Joseph, Joseph climbed up above it. What didn't they do to Joseph to prevent him from bearing fruits? They put him in a pit to prevent his dream from coming to pass. They sold him. They imprisoned him. They tried raping him. (laughs) 
Yeah, Potiphar's wife tried raping him. Every single thing you can think about to prevent him from bearing fruit was done to him, but it didn't prevent him. The Bible says that his branches climb over a wall. Why? Because he's a fruitful vine who's, who's near a spring. He cannot go down. So no matter, this is what God is telling us, no matter what limitations will come your way in the course of the year, know that you, when it comes to you, when it comes to you, in this, our church, called Love Economy Church, if you are hooked on to the, the, the ministry, hooked on to the... I'm going to share some things with you that will let you understand what I'm saying now. Okay? If you are hooked on, you only bear fruit. And you only become greater. Only become greater. That is what God is saying. Greater. Multiplied. Going forward. Doing well. Getting more accomplished. Getting more established. That is your life. Go to the next verse. Verse 23. It says, the archers have sorely grieved him. No matter how, how much the archers try. It says, with bitterness, archers attacked him. Yes. So your fruitfulness will be attacked. Yes. It will be attacked. By various things. But the attack cannot prevent you from going down. Exodus chapter 1, verse 7. It says, But the Israelites were fruitful and multiplied greatly and became exceedingly numerous so that the land was filled with them. This is our story for this year. Fruitful, multiplied greatly and becoming exceedingly numerous. That's our, that's our testimony for 2023. So that the land was filled with them. Next verse, verse, verse 8. Then a new king who did not know about Joseph came to power in Egypt. Look, he said to his people, the Israelites have become much too numerous for us. Come, we must deal shrewdly with them or they will become even more numerous. And if war breaks out, they will join our enemies, fight against us and leave the country. So they put slave masters over them to oppress them with forced labor. And they built Pitom and Ramses as store cities for Pharaoh. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites. The more they afflicted them, the more they grew. King James, verse 12. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. The word grew in the Greek is the same word for fruitful. Same way. So he's, what he's saying is that the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and bore fruits. They were fruitful even in the presence of oppression. Even in the presence of difficulty. That is what is going to happen in our, in our lives. You see, the hotter it gets, the brighter we shine. Yeah, because we are, we are fire brands. We are plucked out of fire. What does fire do to fire? Fire only makes fire shine even brighter. That is what is going to happen. So no matter what happens around, no matter the heat, when it comes to you, know that you are going to get higher, bigger, greater, growing more and more, bearing more fruit, multiplying yet more and more. In the name of the Lord Jesus, if I be a man of God, this is what God is telling me to tell you. This is what God is telling me to tell you. That no matter what heat comes, you will not see when the heat comes. You will not see when the heat comes. Because it's your season of fruitfulness. 
is your season of greatness. It is your season of exceeding multiplication, of great multiplication, in the name of the Lord Jesus. That is your life. Say, that is my life. No wall of limitation will limit you. Yes, no wall of limitation will limit you. You are going to go over every wall of limitation. Every wall of limitation will be as bread. You are going to jump over all the limitations. All the limitations, you are going to jump over it. Because this is your year of exceeding fruitfulness and great multiplication. No matter what is happening around in the world, you are going to go higher and get better and get greater in the name of the Lord Jesus. Higher, better, greater in the name of the Lord Jesus. That is your life. That is your life. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. Greet your neighbor and welcome your neighbor to the new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Tell your neighbor happy new year. Greet five people. Let them know they are welcome to the new year. Happy 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 New Year Year to everyone. Welcome to our year of exceeding fruitfulness and great multiplication. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. Glory. This year you will marry. You will marry. You will marry. You will have children. You will bugger. You will have so much money. You will be healthy. You will be blessed on every side of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 17 verse 1. Wow. And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Next verse. And I'll make my covenant between me and thee and I will multiply thee exceedingly. Just imagine God saying this to a man. I will multiply you exceedingly. I will make my covenant with you and I will multiply you exceedingly. Go to the next verse. Keep going. And Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abraham, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. Verse 6. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful. So this is where that phrase comes from. Exceeding fruitful. I'll make you exceeding fruitful. And I'll make nations of thee and kings shall come out of thee. I'll let kings come. Only God can say such things to a man. No, who, which human being can tell you that I'll make you, I'll make you exceeding fruitful? Only God can say such things. And it is the Lord who is speaking to us. The Lord is saying that he's making you and me exceeding fruitful. And multiplying us greatly. Greatly, greatly, that is our portion. 
That is our portion. Say, that is my portion. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 35, verse 10. Genesis 35, verse 10. And God said unto him, Thy name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall be thy name. And he called his name Israel. And then he said to him, and God said unto him, Notice it's God who is saying it. No, like, like I said, no human being can. <laughs> I can't say you are, great, you are exceedingly fruitful and greatly multiplied. I'm saying what I'm saying because it's God who's saying I should say it to you. It's the Lord who says these things. No human being can tell you. Nobody, nobody can invoke the blessings of multiplication and the blessings of fruitfulness on you. It's not possible. Only God. That is why this year you must not joke with God. You shouldn't joke with God at all. Only God. Only God. No man can save you. No man can help you. No man can bring you into fruitfulness and multiply it greatly. Only God can. So God said unto him, I am God Almighty. I am the one talking to you. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of thy loins. So it's clear that only God does it. No human being can do it for you. Tell me about only God does it. No human being can do it for you. No pastor can do it for you. No prophet can do it for you. No evangelist can do it for you. Only God. Only God. Only God. Can God be the only one in your life this year? Can you depend on God only and no one else? Only God. He is the author of fruitfulness. And he's the only one who can multiply you. Everywhere where you have fruitfulness and multiplication is directly linked to God. God is the one who spoke it. God spoke to Abraham. God spoke to Jacob. God through Jacob spoke to Joseph about his fruitfulness. No human being can do it. Only God. Genesis 47 verse 27. I'm just showing you verses to let you know that only God can do it. And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions therein, and grew, or they became fruitful. The word grew there is fruitful. And multiplied exceedingly. They multiplied exceedingly. They multiplied exceedingly. Only God can multiply you exceedingly. Only God. Hallelujah. Now, there are four areas, four key areas that... God speaks fruitfulness into four areas in your life. So this year, there are four key areas that you should look at fruitfulness along. The first one is fruitfulness in your spirit. So there's spiritual fruitfulness. John chapter 15, verse 1 to verse 5. Every single thing Jesus said in these verses was directed to the spirit. In the Old Testament, you may not find any verse that links fruitfulness to your spirit. All the verses you may find has to do with external things because they were dead spiritually. But in the New Testament, we become alive spiritually. So when Jesus was talking in these verses, he was talking to the spirit of man. Jesus said, I am the vine and my father is a husbandman. No one can cause you to be fruitful apart from the vine. It's because of your link to the vine, that is why you can be fruitful. 
Without the vine, you cannot be fruitful. That is why I'm talking to you about being closely knit together with God in this year. Okay. Like, God, you must hold God's leg if there's anything like that. <laughs> if you are tired of barrenness, the only one to take it away is God. If you are tired of stagnation, the only one to take it away is God. No human being can. No doctor can take away that problem, that health problem. No doctor can take it away. You see, the moment you come, you settle along those lines, you know what, I remember many years ago, I made plans, you know, I wanted to, I knew that I was supposed to do certain things. I was, I was starting a, my master's at that time. This is, a, this is about 11 or 12 years ago. I was going to do my master's. And I wanted to get married. Because I knew it was time to get married. Because it was not easy in my body. Only God. How many of you testify that it's not easy in your body at all? Abre. It's not easy at that time at all. And I, the, the ministry had just started. You know, I had just started the ministry. This ministry had just started. And I, need, I, needed, I needed money, I needed help, I needed everything you can think about. So I wrote all the things I knew I was supposed to do. You know, to accomplish, this must be accomplished, this must be done, this must be done, this must be done. And then I wrote where my money was going to come from, where my help was going to come from, where my guidance and counsel was going to come from. And I wrote God. Big. Only it was one full page. I just wrote Jane O D. Only God. You see, the earlier you come to your wit's end, the earlier you come to your wit's end and stop the apripre. How do you say that in English? Apripalization. It's not correct. How do you say that in English? Apripre. The gay girls and the boogies girls. What? Hastes, agitations. It's a word. The earlier you come to an end, to your wit's end, the better. The earlier you realize that only God is the one who can. Nobody can help. Only God. <clears throat> you see, when you realize that you don't have an uncle anywhere who is going to help anything, when you realize that there's no uncle who can give you hundred thousand dollars to do the business you want to do. When you realize there's no grandfather who can do certain things for you. Yeah, the, the grandfathers are calling you. <laughs> the earlier you come to your wit's end, the better. You will stop the agitation. The Bible says that he that believeth shall not make haste. You must come to a place where you start believing the Lord in a certain way. Where the Lord becomes your only trust. Where there's no man or there's no arm upon which you are going to lean. You know that only God can help you. Yes. When you come to that point, then God can take over. So this year, come to that point. Know that he's a vine and you are the branch. He says, I am the vine. I'm the true vine. My father is a husband man. Next verse. Every branch in me that bear not fruit, he taketh away or he raises up. That's what he's talking about. I'll explain it during the course of the year. And every branch that bear fruit, he pledged it that he may bring forth more fruit. So he's expecting to bear fruit. Next verse. Verse 3. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Verse 4. 
Abide in me. Stay in me. And I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. You can't bear fruit of yourself. You see, your spirituality is directly proportional to every single thing that is happening in your life physically, health-wise, financially, and every you can think about. There is, you're on the level you are on because of your relationship with God. Oh, yes. Don't think it's because you don't have help from your uncle or your father. Or you've not met your angel or your helper. It's just because you, you, of your spiritual state. If you come to your wit's end and know that your spirit man is connected to every single thing physically around you, you will pay attention to your spirit. Yes. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. says that, What man, for what man knoweth the things of a man, except the spirit of that man which is in him? Even so, the things of God know no man but the spirit of God. Your spirit man knows everything concerning you. Your spirit man knows how much money you get next this year. Your spirit man knows how healthy you'll be this year. Your spirit man knows how, where you will go to this year. Your spirit knows everything because your spirit is joined to the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. We are one spirit with the Lord. And the Holy Ghost gives us information through our spirit. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. Your spirit man is the candle of, is your spirit man that the Lord uses to give you light in life. So if your spirit man cannot flow, if he's not bearing fruits, because your spirit can bear fruits, they are fruits of the recreated human spirit. That's found in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. If your spirit is not bearing the fruits of patience, of kindness, you may think that these things are nonsense, it's nothing. But that is what controls your life. You may not be getting that job because you are not patient enough. Your, pati- your patience is limited. You may not be flowing in a certain way and getting the help you require because of, of the lack of love in your heart. The bitterness is too much. You get angry with everybody at every time, at any way, in any way, including, even including your bosses. The recommendation is not coming because you are not developing spiritually. You see, you are praying in the house of God, shouting, Manana poka, elua papa, rasana mama. You can mention papa and mama and uncle in your tongues, but nothing is going to happen because you see, you are not developing, you are not growing as you're supposed to. Paul said, and I, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, meaning that you can be spiritual or you can be fleshly as a child of God. And your spirituality is what causes you to bear fruit. Yes. 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 Beautiful scripture. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. Even as your soul prospers. It's dependent on your soul prospering. It's dependent. Solical prosperity is directly proportional to spiritual development. Yes. Develop. You, you may play with it. You can sleep while the word of God is coming. Yes. And you realize they are not bearing fruit. You can let the curse of this world take away every seed that is sown in your heart. Matthew 13. From verse 18. Look at Matthew 13, 18. So there are different categories. The spirit, it controls everything. It controls everything. There's body. There's the fruit of the body. There's the fruit of your cattle. 
and then there's the fruit of the land, of your land. And there's the fruit of your spirit. The fruit of the spirit controls all the three I've mentioned. Yes. It controls everything. Hear you therefore the power of the sower. When one heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. What, the seed is what should have borne fruits for him to, to have fruits in his spirit. But the wicked one, the, the, devil, the devil has an opportunity to come and take it away. Do you see? Yes. There are, those, there are Christians whose lives are ruled by devils. Yes. So they can't bear fruit. They can be in the house of God for years. But no fruit. Bankrupt. Fruitless. Barren. Why? The devil has leeway in their lives. He has leeway in their lives. Whatever the devil wants, he whispers to them, they do it. What God wants, he whispers to them, they don't do it. Mercy. This year you bear fruit in your spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, so we are going to talk about it into detail. I'm just scratching the surface of what some of the things we are going to talk about during the course of the year. Is it a good thing? Yes. So there's the, there's the fruit of the spirit. Jesus, there's, the, there's fruitfulness spiritually, growing spiritually, developing spiritually. Because everything that you can think about is hinged on that particular thing. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. Look at First Timothy 4, 8. For bodily exercise profit a little, but godliness. Let's read the Amplified. The Amplified shows us more. It says, for physical training is of some value, useful for a little, but godliness, spiritual training, there's something called spiritual training, is useful and of value in everything and in every way, for it holds promise of the present life and also for the life which is to come. Developing yourself spiritually or bearing fruit spiritually ends up affecting every aspect of your life. Every aspect of your life. That's the truth. Your prosperity is directly proportional to your spiritual prosperity. That's the truth. You better accept it. You better accept it. You better accept it. You can be in this church, love economy church, and still not accept what we are saying. You, you may think that, oh, it's a joke, or we are playing. Brother, we are developing gray hair. We are not talking what we are talking about. It's the truth. The earlier you hang on to it and hold on to it, the better. The earlier, the better. Those who are holding on to it are prospering and going forward and doing well in every sphere of their lives. If you joke with it, it's joke with you because the word of God. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Jesus said, in this is my father, please, if you bear much fruits. That's in John chapter 15, verse 8. Herein is my father glorified. The father is glorified in this. That you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. Much fruit. Much fruit, there's more fruit, there's much fruit. All these things have to do with your spirit. Okay? So don't joke with it. Then in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 4. Look at Deuteronomy 28, verse 4. The other three are mentioned. It says, blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. So your fruits can produce, your body can produce fruits. He's talking about the fruit of the womb. The expansion, I mean, bearing fruit bodily has to do with anything that has to, has to do with your body. If you are single, bearing fruits bodily can, can include marriage. Yes. Where you are no more one, now you are two. You are one flesh with another. 
are you in the church or you are not in the church? It's, a ble- it's the blessing of the Lord. Because some people can't marry. Marriage is a problem. Some people have to turn 45 before they can marry. When they are ready to marry, there's no wife. There's no lady to marry. Because they can't seem to find their taste. Or they are what they like. Oh, yes. They feel there's no much money when they are younger. We don't have much money. This year you will bear fruit in your body. It can also mean children. Children. No child. Children are coming. I said no child. Children are coming this year. Children are coming this year. Yes. Fruit of your body. Where everyone who comes out of you is blessed. All your children are blessed. Everything you touch is blessed. Everything you do is blessed. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. He says your body shall bear fruit and they shall be blessed. Everything that comes out of you be blessed. Everything you touch shall be blessed. And the fruit of thy ground. There's a fruit of thy ground. The land upon which you stand can bear fruit for you. Listen, prosperity is not directly proportional to location. It's directly proportional to what is inside you. Someone may think that when I, if, I, if I can only get to the UK. If only I can get to America. If only I can get... Listen, there are people who have been in... There are Ghanaians who have been in America for 10 years and have not prospered. 25 years and have not prospered. 30 years and have not prospered. There are many people. Why? The land under them is not yielding its fruits to them. Yes, they are barren. The land under them is barren. Wherever they find themselves, no fruits comes. Yeah. Meanwhile, someone is sitting somewhere in a corner in the world. And the land there is bearing fruit for him. Yes. Everything I do surely shall be blessed. Everywhere you find yourself, money comes to you. Health comes to you. Goodness comes to you. Peace comes to you. Yeah. Joy comes to you. Grace comes to you. Righteousness comes to you. You are fruitful on every side. The land and the, you see, don't say that Ghana, Ghana is hard. It's true. There are problems in the country. Many. But in this same country where people are crying. Oh. I tell you, there are some people who are really enjoying. This year, I speak to the land under which you stand. The land upon which you stand will bring fruits to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, fruits will come out. This land and whatever land you find yourself in will bring fruits to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. He says, if you obey me, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the fruit of the land. They are fruits of the land. They are fruits of the land. They are goodness of the land. You shall eat the good of the land. They are good, 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 good things in this land. And they say you will eat, you will eat some. You will eat the dollars that flies in this country. With dollars is not our primary uh, mode of uh, mode of exchange, isn't it? But it's flowing. It's always flowing. You can find so many, so many millions of dollars in this country. This year, those millions are coming to you soon. Are you in the church or you have gone home? Let me hear your loudest amen. This year, this land, and whichever land you find yourself in, will bring you good. Will bring you good. The land will yield this fruits to you. The land will yield this fruits to you. Whether you are in Takwa, or in Kofoidia, or in Kaswa, or in Accra, or in Kumasi, 
or in Tamale or in Wa or in Abokobi, wherever you find yourself, the land upon which you step. Listen, remember, he says that everywhere that the source of your feet shall tread, there have I given unto you. Wherever the source of your feet tread, he has given to you. He has given it to you. Get ready to enjoy the goodness of the land. Get ready to enjoy the goodness of the land. You shall be fruitful. Oh, yes. Yeah. Message version, Isaiah 119. If you will, you will willingly obey, you will feast like kings. You will feast like kings this year. Yes. The land will yield these fruits to you. The land will yield these fruits to you. The land will yield this goodness to you. Goodness and mercy will follow you in this land. Whichever land you find yourself in. Wherever the source of your foot shall tread. Wherever the source of your foot shall tread. There have I given unto you. Yes. You will change your sitting room chairs. Oh yes. You will, be, you will build a house this year. You will buy a house this year. You will buy your favorite car this year. The land will yield the spruce to you. You will enjoy in this land. The Lord told them, I'm bringing you to a land that flows with milk and honey. A land that flows with milk and honey. That is the land the Lord is bringing you into this year. Every land in which you find yourself shall yield milk and honey for you. Goodness and sweetness for you. You will be fed. You will feed sumptuously. You will ride upon high. And you shall eat king's meat in this land. All the nice hotels you can visit this year. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive it now. And then there's the, there's the fruits of thy kind. Or the fruit of thy cattle. Your cattle is your business. Your cattle is your career. Your cattle is your employment. Your cattle is anything that you use. Anything that you do that brings you something. Listen, this year you will be fruitful. In your kind will be fruitful. The Bible says that Abraham was blessed. Let me show it to you. Genesis chapter 13 verse 1. Abraham went up out of Egypt. He and his wife and all that he had. And lot with him into the south. And Abraham was very rich in cattle. The first one was cattle because that, that was his employment. That was his job. He was a cattle rarer. He was a sheep man. A cow man, I tell you. That was his business. Your, he, was, he was a shepherd. Your business. If you're a minister, if you're a pastor, your, your business is pastoring. This year, this year, you'll be fruitful and greatly multiplied in your ministry in the name of the Lord Jesus. The days of having empty churches are over. The days of having barren churches are over. You will bear fruits numerically, financially, and in influence in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you're a businessman, your cattle is your business. Stand up if you're a businessman. If you're into business, you sell something, you sow something, you do hair, you sell hair, you sell uh, sobolo, you sell achomo, you sell interior, you sell chicken, you sell cake, you sell water, you sell jewelry, you sell shoes, you sell socks. This year, I'm prophesying to you this year. I'm prophesying to you that this year, 2023, your business will become international. Just in four months, your business will become international. In six months, your business will become international. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. You have people queuing to buy your things. People will queue to buy your things. People will queue to buy your things. Because your cattle is blessed. And your cattle is fruitful in the name of the Lord Jesus. The years of sitting down for one whole month, two whole months without any supply are over. The years of barrenness in your business and your career are over. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your business will bring you a lot. Are you ready for this year? Stand up upon your feet. Let me show you. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.